0: another episode of lucky boys podcast welcome 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 i'm will i'm norm there's actually this video out right now that's been getting so much attention uh from from the conspiracy theorists to skeptics to corporations shutting it down you're talking about the
1: pandemic.
0: That has gone extremely viral now. Some of you listening to it might, listening to us right now may go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And another group was like, hold on. What is that? And I'll tell you, for the second group that I'm talking about, the reason you can't get a hold of it is because they have done a tremendous job censoring the shit out this video where you can't find it.
1: I'm in that camp. I was looking for the video this morning. I couldn't find it. Like you can't the, find it at all. Is, and I, I read an article like Facebook, YouTube, they all took it down. They censored it. They, they took it down because uh, they're apparently afraid that it's causing some sort of like, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, misinformation, misinformation about the COVID-19 mm-hmm. um, and might cause harm to the general public.
0: And I'll tell you why. I actually saw that video. I saw the first 15, 20 minutes, and I got to tell you, like, and I was watching it before I went to bed, right? I was like, oh, what's this? Uh, You know, someone's like, hey, Will, check this out. You got to, this shit is convincing. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, holy shit, this production value is legit, like the lighting, it like, it the like, editing. Uh, it looks like
1: ESPN. Just seriously. It, yeah, right. You got the light. You like, got the. It is on
0: some 60 HD minutes camera. level um, production value. So I was looking at it like, whoa, hold on. This is super professional and they're taking it very seriously. And mm. the person that they're interviewing, you know, she has credentials, right? Who, who is that person? I forget her name. Um, but I think she was a. She um, used to
1: be a researcher, right?
0: Right. And, and she worked with. Um, Dr. Fauci okay. and, and uh, several others. Oh, her
1: that, name is uh, Judy uh, Mikovich. Okay. Judy Mikovich. Yeah. yeah, she has a book
0: now. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made me go... That was the first thing that made me go, hold on, hold on, hold on. The timing of this and your book out, I was like, that's a good marketing it's push. a little
1: coincidental there.
0: Hey, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that business move. But however... It's a bit disturbing or I should say very disturbing when not everything about it is true. Mm-hmm. Now, it on, on the surface it, it looks like it's pretty convincing. Like I I'm like half asleep. Like I said, I, I I fell asleep watching I like like sometimes instead of reading a book or whatever, I like to fall asleep to like, you know, ancient aliens or just stuff like that. Just I don't know why like since I was a little boy, I used to watch like unsolved mysteries. Mm-hmm. And that used to put me to sleep like that. <laughs> Whenever I have trouble sleeping, I straight up go on to like, you know, Unsolved Mysteries, Ancient Aliens, yeah. Conspiracy theories, and South Park. Like, I don't know why. That's like bedtime stories for me. Right, right. You know, so, um, so I was watching this and the first 10 minutes I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's the way it's produced, you know, and you're watching it and, and the editing and the cuts and it, it keeps you engaged. That's for sure. In terms of entertainment value. But, what exactly was she trying but, to say? But the logic of the interview was like I've just found like it to be inconsistent, and then I started getting sleepy. And what I mean by that, it's like uh, it's, it's like a, she, you know, she's saying Judy, right? Yeah. She's saying like it's like a a conspiracy to hide the outbreak of this highly contagious, genetically modified coronavirus created by the u.s in cahoots with china damn (laughs) then she says states type of shit yeah yeah Yeah. but the production is so damn good it's convincing convincing. if if you're being fed this information and you're not really looking to look at what you eat i'm just using a metaphor here Mm -hmm. in in terms of looking to what type of media you consume and you just blindly consume it and you could easily be convinced because I'll tell you what I was looking at it like whoa 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 this is crazy, right? But when you when you start paying attention and you go hold on there, like I said there's some there's some things that just just it doesn't sit right, it just doesn't feel like it's consistent because on one end she's saying that it is this genetically modified coronavirus created by U.S. and China, right, and the governments, and then and then she's like the entire thing is a it's a it's a Medicare scam. And, and, and that, and that um, all the deaths are from failed H1N1 vaccines.
1: Okay, so... Is, so is, I'm going, she, so which one... So she's saying like the, 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 uh, a vaccine caused these deaths.
0: Right. That's right. happening right now. Right. I mean, I, I, I wanted to... It took, takes a long time. I, and I apologize to, to our viewers and listeners because I really wanted to... Like I said, I watched the the, the first... You know, uh, I, don't know I, think, I don't know. I fell asleep to it, so I don't know at what part it cut off. But I know I, I watched at least 15, 20 minutes, right? And I and I wanted... Thing. No, I think the whole thing is like 29, 30 minutes.
1: 26, I, from what I read, it's like 26 minutes or something like that. Okay. But yeah. yeah,
0: but I don't know when I started fading out. Yeah. Right? It, but, you know, I, I wanted to go back. Because I knew we're, you know, like we're, we have to talk about this, you know? And... I wanted to go back and 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 watch it with fresh eyes, you know, with my cup of coffee, I'm I'm fully engaged, I'm focused, and I'm really but that's just the little um piece that I got and and then and then I I know that you tried to jump on it as well and um you know, you weren't able to watch it, so we really can't really dissect it, you know, as yeah. as, as much as we normally would, yeah. you know, with other conspiracies, but I am going I'm, You know, I'm, I'm not one of those skeptics where I lean too hard as being a skeptic, like saying all conspiracies are bullshit. And I'm not one of those guys that think, you know, with a tinfoil hat on going, all conspiracies are true. I'm somewhere, you know, depending, I could be here, I could be there. It depends on the whole situation. But
1: you want to hear it out and you want to look at the facts. Exactly. Examine the facts after.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I, instead of being fed information, I want to feed myself. Yep. So I want to look at, at what I'm consuming and, 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 you know, just follow what science is. Because a lot of people look at science now it's like it's a fucking religion. You know, instead of just using common sense or, or what science is, is, is uh, you know, you, you observe and then you come to a conclusion. And you have your theories, but um, people seem to just jump to conclusions immediately. I think we have to be careful. Again, it's a dangerous territory there.
1: Well, science can be debunked. In this particular case, from what I read an article, I might not have seen the, the video, but I read an article about um, in the video, she was arrested for something. She was arrested, um, tr- um, and the video, I think it was insinuating that they arrested her because to silence her. But apparently, she Yeah, they sto- put a
0: five year gag order on her. Yeah,
1: but, but apparently, she was arrested because she stole paper. She, was, she, she took her research. Like, when she was fired, you can't. When you get fired from a job, you can't mm-hmm. take information and data from the office you know that you can't i get locked out. i was locked out like when i I got fired from my jobs i was locked out
0: it depends like all right you can't unless you took it in advance before you got locked out but even so for example like if you're in an industry uh let's say uh you work for a major corporation (laughs) and you have a book of business which is your clients and you deal with them and then when you leave, say like you you compile the list, or you just have a relationship with those clients anyway. You you know with mm. those major accounts, you mm. won't even need to like get those files. You know if you really work hand in hand with them for several years, you just know them like the back of your hand. You cannot, if you leave for a competitor, you cannot take those clients. You cannot even speak to them. Yeah. Uh, for or, or you can't even recruit if you're a managing if you're a hiring manager. You can't even recruit some of the folks that were under you before uh, in the company. Right. Like you're uh, poaching them. Right. From the uh, company. Right. Otherwise, you'll uh, forfeit um, whatever severance that they'll give you mm-hmm. um, due to that fact. So in this case, like you were mentioning, uh, I could see where they put a gag order for five years. Yeah. But I don't know how. I mean, that's in a corporate world. Well, she's. I don't she's, know how think that. she
1: was working for Dr. Fauci, the government.
0: Right. I don't yeah. know how governments work. Yeah. You know, so I could just speak to you know, I've never been I never worked for a government agency, so I don't know, but here's here's what I find striking. I' never heard of anything like this, but this is where it all got turned 180 for me, right is when the news pop up that they're shutting this down in every major outlet.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't find it on YouTube, I couldn't find it on Facebook. Oh, holy shit um, I mean. I I I didn't see anything on on I didn't search like Google I didn't like Google search it but I'm pretty sure that it's been wiped from there too, so.
0: Well, YouTube uh, is a part of Google. Yeah. Or Google owns YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So, I. That just kind of adds that extra level for me where. At first I was like, all right, I fell asleep to it. All right, that was interesting, but nah, you know, yeah. I didn't care to go back to it. I just I I, all I thought was. Wow, this could be potentially harmful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then it just it was like I'm getting these messages and it's gone all over my feed, and now it's like I can't even I'm going, oh shoot, was that the same thing I saw a few days ago? And then I hear, oh, well, you can't find it right now. Then it made me want to go back because they took it away. I want to it, then I wanted to go back and watch the whole thing. Now, like, wait, 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 what the fuck did I miss? Like, yeah, yeah. Like oh now I want to see the whole thing, number one, because curiosity, you know you can't tell me I can't do something that too, like you know i'm I'm just have that rebel personality like
1: yeah <laughs> they basically they're censoring information that's the
0: thing like I'm going, why are you censoring this so and i'm I'm not the only one i am sure so many people now are are like curious about this and going, wait, what is this, and even there's articles about it from BuzzFeed, Forbes all over the place, talking to New York Post. St- uh, talking about this article and they're all like shitting on it, right? And that kind of made me go, whoa, it looked like a team effort. You know what I mean? Like yep. just on the other side, now it's making me go, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, for, for other people that that may not have seen it uh, or, or or have formed their own opinion about it, they may be going, wait, time out. Like, okay, even for the skeptics, they may be looking at it like, why are you hiding this? what do you have to hide mm-hmm. you know what i mean from what
1: i've uh, read the reasoning behind the censor wherever did them taking it down is similar to the 5g com- conspiracy where people who really really believe in this they're causing damage to property hurting people like uh, for example the 5g conspiracy it it said that people were tearing down uh 5g towers
0: they're tearing down 4G towers too. (laughs) They don't know the difference. Yeah, and uh, I
1: think in in this video with Judy Mikovich, she was saying that because if you're wearing the mask, the face mask, that you're basically causing yourself more harm if you had the virus. It's some sort of, you're reintroducing the virus into you. But I mean, I think because of that, that the fact that, you're telling basically you're telling people not to wear the mask and that's going to cause like a, a harm to people to yourself and to other people around you. I think that's the reason why. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's to take it away.
1: Yeah. I don't believe in that either. I don't believe in censorship because that's, that's it does my problem. It does cause people to second guess to think like, wait a minute. What what's going on here? Why are you doing this? If it's if it's bullshit, why are you just censoring it? people should know and they should make a judgment on their own right so
0: like they've never censored UFO videos um I mean you could just the list goes on you mm-hmm. know pyramid stuff or any other conspiracy theorists, whatever you know the claim that the government's hiding or, or, or you know all these um mysterious societies and all this stuff and they go and now they're going to you know collective effort and that's another thing like how did they get? so fast this collective effort from these major corporations to shut it down so quickly it yeah. was like you know what I mean like it's not just one it's not like just Facebook said okay we're shutting it down it's like there's a boss that gave the order well I mean and then they said okay all of you guys here YouTube yep. Google Facebook all of you guys because like, it was at the same time oh was it or just a well, gradual the censoring, kind of- They're censoring, pretty much at like very close mm-hmm. uh, timeline. So it's yeah. just like, it's like the first layer, like uh, the first layer of defense. You know, it's like boom, the order came down. Everybody, or I don't know if the order came down, but I'm just saying it. It, it seems that way to me. I mean, you, you know, like even with like racism stuff, right? If 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 someone says something racist, and and they start pulling ads from, or or they did something bad. Whatever, right? That that the companies don't stand by, they don't lose all of the advertising dollars all at the same time. Yep. All these different companies that pay for it, it you know, it's like in a staggered approach. Yeah, you know, they lose their sponsorship here and there, but this was like boom. Collectively, they're just shutting it down on every fucking platform.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. Like that's what I'm. I'm just saying didn't like, you pull can't... it, and then they like people who just like oh they pull they. They saw it, and then they downloaded it. And then they a, I'm saying, how it. does
0: that work, then? How does how do, does everyone get the memo? Does, does YouTube call up Facebook and Facebook call up Google? Like, hey, uh, this is super dangerous. Let's take it down. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's do the right thing.
1: If China has the technology to, to suppress you know? information, I'm sure the U.S. does, too. And in some way, they probably have an algorithm that kind of churns and says... like, But oh, a
0: collective sh- algorithm? I'm know. sure Google has their own... Data and Facebook as well. I mean, those are, yeah, yeah. those two are the biggest data monsters, you know? Uh, but how did they do it at the same time? Like all these and all these other entities. You know that's what? I don't that's think, what's trippy.
1: I don't think it's the same time. I think they did talk. They, spe- they spoke, like their teams spoke to each other behind the scenes, but, and they kind of collectively said, like, this is like false information, misinformation. Let's pull it down, you know? Because it's across the board. You said so. It was across, across the board, the board. Media, media And But then
0: at the same time, ex- exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not just talking about Google and Facebook. I mean, yeah. they're just the the the, the household names that everyone knows. That's why I'm I'm talking about them. But it's everyone. And then the articles, like it, it kind of just to me, it felt like it all the hammer came down all at the same time. It wasn't staggered. Mm. That's what's like. That was made me go. Whoa, hold on. Like, like it, it not not to go. Yo, the pandemic is real. I definitely don't agree with what was in that um, documentary, whatever it was, but uh, I, it just made me go, hold on, is there like a a higher power just, just telling people, hey, like phase one, all you top media outlets, hell nah, shut it down. I don't want anybody else watching this. Step two, all the media outlets, I need you guys to write fucking articles saying this is complete horseshit, completely like debunking it. You know, that's like, if I remember when I was a little kid, people would if they didn't like somebody, they'll get the whole class against that person. They'll go, Hey, don't be this person's friend. Don't don't be Johnny's friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said you're a bitch. <laughs> you know, like yeah. everybody will collectively agree with the most popular kids. Everybody ganging up on Johnny now, and then and then now they're talking shit. First are you, are you, first you, they isolate, yeah, and then they start um uh taking away your credibility. Right. Are you saying?
1: are you saying like it's one entity and kind of like t- i don't know what it is I'm, I'm just saying say
0: that. that's what it that's what it seems like if i was to like really dumb it down that's what it seems like it's like i'm at the schoolyard and, and like the popular kid in the class you know the the prom king and or prom queen everyone's going hey don't play with johnny or or or, or becky you know leave yeah. them alone in the corner they pick johnny likes to pick his nose and eat it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's and everyone's like, ew. So everyone's kind of stays away. So put this in an adult form You know, we're gonna, uh, uh, you know, first off, we're gonna, be, you know, say, hey, nobody can watch this because it's not good for you. You know, they pick their boogers, and then, and then we're gonna write articles about it, shaming it. You know, for whatever reason. And, and you look know, totally legit. Like if it's, I get it. I get the part where you go. This is not good for you. This could potentially harm us, and we're gonna have to deal with this other shit when we're trying to fight this uh, the real enemy. And now this other person's trying to sell a book. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. I really do. But where do we draw the line then? Because if we could do something like that, if we could really control all these major media outlets to say, "Look, we don't want you feeding this information, but we want you to feed this information."
1: That's been happening since the beginning of you know media, you know Fox News pushes a certain agenda, uh, other news outlets p- push a certain agenda. I think.
0: Yeah, but we're not talking like yeah. we're not talking CNN, Fox News, or we're not talking that. We're talking about Facebook, Google, where the people share the information, the people write the articles, the people make the videos, and then they share it. This this wasn't backed by any major corporation mm-hmm. this is just the people here and then you you should have the freedom my argument is you should have the freedom to believe in what you want to believe and and look at what you want to look it shouldn't you know and it, like where do we draw that line then i think it's a fine line
1: i, I don't think there is an easy answer to that because you know if you if you think about it like Okay, yeah, everyone should be able to say whatever they need to say, but what happens if it's going to cause harm to somebody and incite certain things, right? So I mean that that crosses another line, right? So it crosses a line Absolutely. You heard, now you
0: now you're affecting me. So that's what I'm asking, is like where do we draw the line? How do we define this? I don't know, I don't have to answer to that. You know, where's know. that where's that meter where it's like, oh, this is red line, yeah. we gotta shut this down. Yeah. Or is it like on a case by case basis and And, you know, the top dogs is the one. Like, I want to know who decides this, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we're never going to find those answers, right?
1: Well, on a lighter note, it's Asian Heritage Month. Okay. It's amazing to uh, celebrate, you know, the achievements of Asian Americans in a a time like this. I think uh, we need some
0: kind of uplifting stories to hear. You know, one that I could think of in recent times that really stands out within my lifetime would have to be Jeremy Lin because... Growing up, I was always told that there will never be an Asian American starting for the NBA, especially for the New York Knicks. In mm-hmm. that market, it's a huge
1: it's it's the limelight, it's a huge market.
0: Oh my gosh, that that during Linsanity, it was everyone was like like they couldn't believe it. You know, it was just like it was a tough pill for them to swallow, but he was doing his thing, man. It was it was, uh, you know, it, number one being a Nick fan, and finally getting some Ws, and 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 having that excitement in the garden,
1: yeah, was you,
0: something else, man. And, the and buzz, and the buzz, right? Yeah. And then going going to the um, the bars, watching the games. It was like, you know, there were like Asian girls going, and, and you know, most I never see Asian girls with their boyfriends, yeah, at bars or just groups of Asian girls. At the bar watching the yeah. game, we're I talk- don't see that. We're talking about a regular bar, like a, a regular you know, bar.
1: bar, you know, a sports bar, you know.
0: Right. I'm not talking about like a bar in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm talking about because we go to the regular bars, yeah. you know, um, outside of Chinatown and inside of Chinatown. Yeah. But uh, like after work, we'd all sit down, happy hour, or get together with you and and a few of our other friends, and we look around like, yo, this is crazy. There's groups of Asian girls. No dudes, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, like uh, some of our friends, their girlfriends they hate when they play basketball or watch sports. They joined the bandwagon. <laughs> they were there, they're like Jeremy the
1: Lynn. Yeah, you know,
0: they are all about that life, and 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 it was all good because we were there with other Knicks fans. You know, like Asians were there for two reasons, right? In the New York market, is either they were major Knicks fans right here, and. And it was like, oh shit, there's an Asian dude repping yeah. for us. And he's doing it so beautifully. Yeah. He's doing it so beautifully. Like it was just that Cinderella story. Yeah. And the way he was carrying himself in the media and he had that innocence about him as well. But he was carrying himself with so much class and maturity. Yeah. And you just found it so admirable. You know, and it was just such an exciting time. And he
1: wasn't putting on like, you know, meager points. He's doing like Averaging oh, twenty plus, he was. He
0: was. We were Very at a time. losing streak. We yeah. were at a a place where, damn, like it was hopeless. And and D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni, the coach for the New York Knicks, at that time was due to injuries and and his job security probably on the line. Said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just give this shit a try. Yeah. Right. And he he reached to that end of the bench. Lo and behold, Jeremy to starting
1: like point guard killed it. When was the. When Absolutely was the, I, remember the ti- it. I remember the time. I remember the time. It was so much fun. Yeah.
0: So much fun. Like, going, just going to the games, and, and you know, pe- people didn't care, you know, because the Knicks were winning. And, and just seeing, like, all these different groups. It was a good time. It really reminded me of, of, like, back in the day, even though the Knicks didn't win, but there was excitement during the John Starks, Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewinger. 90s Knicks. Xavier McDaniels. The 90s yeah, Knicks. man. Like, it was that. Uh, LJ. Larry Johnson, Grandmama, um, shout out Anthony Mason. Oh man, the the just the bad. I know Detroit got their bad boys Pistons, but Knicks at that time. Yeah, boy, it was like a Fight Club. You yeah, know, they, like they
1: took they took they, over that moniker when they were yeah, playing the Bulls. Yeah, man, they, <laughs> they, were, they were considered they the were bad definitely boys. the
0: bad boys, and it was so much excitement. Such a good time to be a Nick fan. I was too young to drink at that time, but. <laughs> So I couldn't go to the bars and stuff. Right? Hey,
1: you weren't too young to watch the games on TV.
0: No, man, it was it was such a good time. So it it, it gave me that that you know similar feeling during mm. Jeremy Lin's run, and I wish it was longer. I really wish he yeah. stayed in New York. Yeah, I understand why he 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 didn't. when he went over to Houston, and I understand why Knicks couldn't match that offer. I I get the whole thing, and I bet Jeremy probably wanted to stay.
1: No, he there was a conversation recently on MSG. They were doing this whole playing replaying Linsanity on M S G recently, right? And uh he, he had a conversation, an interview. He mm-hmm. said that he was hoping houston the Houston Rockets were, were gonna offer less money so he could stay in, in New York. Okay. So I mean he wanted to stay in New York. He loved New York. He of didn't course, want to Of course man.
0: man. Of course I would yeah. I mean we love them here. I yeah. mean we still do. Yeah. We still do. I talked to my friends and um you know Asian, non Asians and they're like Knicks fan and as long as you're a Knicks fan you should you know, because he did right by us, yeah. man. He 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 gave excitement. It doesn't matter what color you are, uh, if you're a real Nick fan, what what Jeremy Lin did during that time was just so exciting. And he made everyone. The truth is, he made everyone around him better. Oh, way better. Yeah, go no back.
1: <laughs> you know, he you know, a, everyone- a lot
0: of Landry Fields, like a lot of these guys. Yeah. Uh, I I really like them too. I like the whole, whole vibe. Stoudemire started like yeah. you know doing his thing again. Like he started looking like the way he did when he was with, with uh, Steve Nash over in Phoenix mm. so it, it was looking really nice man and um, damn I would have loved a full season of a healthy Jeremy Lin you know with under the the D'Antoni system rebuild that roster a little bit around to, to, to kind of help Jeremy Lin out Yeah, you know and I'm not saying building around Jeremy Lin I'm not saying that but just put the right pieces around that that will give the team chemistry you know, where they could really move the ball, you know, because that, that was a big damage. complaint at that time was yeah. that, you know, they didn't really have much ball movement. It was a lot of iso ball. Right. And that's fine and all, but when it's not translating to wins or a playoffs, I mean, that's a problem. You yeah. know, the, the fans are going to, they're going to get upset yeah. in the New York market, so. I
1: remember that man. energy, man. I remember, man. I remember uh, we were actually. What a time. We were in, um, we were in uh, Canada. We were actually going to, on a, Snowboarding trip, and we were going, coming back. We were on a drive, and you you, you were getting messages. He's like, "You guys, you guys heard of uh, Jeremy Lin?" And I'm like, "Um, no, who's this guy?" He's like, "This guy, this kid is like blowing up right now." In, oh, in I New said York. that to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were driving back, um, to okay. New York.
0: Oh, from and, a snowboarding trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To Montreal. Little Blanc. road trip. Oh, Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Montreal. Yeah, Montre 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 if Montre you love Blanc, snowboarding, yeah. check it out.
1: Beautiful mountain, beautiful city, uh, Montreal. Uh, yeah, and and the when we got back. The energy, the excite, the buzz—like it, it just changed. Everyone knew who Jeremy Lin was, yeah. And then, and it was sort of like we were in a time capsule. We didn't really know until we got back to New York to, right? to feel that, you know, energy. And remember when we were at the bar, we we, we all caught a game with our friends. The game was that was the, against the Lakers, Lakers, right? Against
0: Kobe, Kobe. Oh,
1: Lakers! Oh my God, that that the Lakers were stacked at, at that time, right? And they. And, and bef-
0: keep in mind, before the game, one of the, one of the uh, I guess, uh, interviewers went up to Kobe, like, you know who Jeremy Lin is? Uh, asked a question, course. and Kobe was like, who? <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> yeah, remember and, that. A lot of people try to pin it on Kobe being racist. I was like, nah, man, he's not going to. He's about to play the dude, man. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to say, oh, yeah, I really like him. Like, this is a new guy. Kobe's like, yo, you have to earn your stride. I get it. That's like right. any baller. Like, I don't yeah. think it was a race thing. Uh, I highly highly doubt that. It was more I think it was a competitive thing. Yeah. Because if someone's coming up to me like if I'm playing ball like and and he's he's like a young up, kid up start, up that, that's from the bottom of the bench and I'm motherfucking Kobe Bean Bryant. and he's never played I'm the Black Mamba. Right. Right. And someone's going to ask me about this dude that's coming up I'm going to say who? <laughs> who? Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm I don't know if I'm going to go who. I'm not going to get all owl on him, but yeah. I'm going to go I'm 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 not gonna give him like love like, yeah, I really respect this game, you know. You never played him, how would you respect exactly, him? So, exactly. Yeah. You know, you have to play somebody in order to respect their game first.
1: The excitement, the energy during during when we were at the bar, it was crazy because Oh man, it was nuts. The game it was, was nuts. Man. It was nuts because he scored thirty eight <clears> points. You know, Jeremy Lynn scored thirty eight points on the Lakers. That's insane to me.
0: Yeah, that spin move he did <laughs> With, against Derek, I, Derek Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, yeah man, and, and he finished and I think he got an M one on that. Ooh. That was sweet.
1: Yeah, man. I wish. I. I also wish that you know the time Jeremy was was on the Knicks that it was a lot longer than it was.
0: I think all New York Knicks fan wish that, especially in retrospect, because after that it was just boring again. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Man. It was it just wasn't fun. It was like all this fucking drama In-fighting, in the back office, all this stuff, yeah, yeah, and and just fighting, and find and focus on all this negativity, and we just you know we don't want to like. We want to be happy as Knicks fans. You know, yeah. we want to support the team. We, we want to, you know, be proud of uh, Knicks basketball. And uh, it, and it was just like we're focusing on all these other things. And it and really the pulled the city together. Is, yeah, yeah, it really did, man. It really did. It really felt like we we're unified. And it's crazy what sports can do. There's yeah. so much power in it. More of that,
1: please. Do you think there will be an, uh, a time when there will be another Asian American basketball player who who would have that kind of impact? on the come up.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Not at least not in the New York market. That's all I care about. (laughs) I'm a Knicks fan, bro. Like, I don't know, like just cause it's an Asian dude and he's killing it for like the bulls. Like, I don't know if I can root for him. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a Knicks fan through thick and thin. And if he's, if there's like this killer as Asian, like he's nice. And, and uh, he's, he's, he's playing against the Knicks. I can't root for him, man. Yeah. I, I got to root for him to get like.
1: You got to root for him to get get uh
0: get transferred to you know, because like I New don't. York. When I look at sports, I don't look at like I don't root for race, mm-hmm. right? I look, I root for the sport first. Now, if you happen to be anything else, is is a bonus. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like yo, dope. You know, I'll root for you. But then if you're playing my team, I got to root for my team. You know, yeah. I got to ride with my team, man. Yeah. So, you know, I feel it, man. It's cool. It's all in good fun, man. Like, like Michael Jordan is a perfect example, right? I mean, with this documentary out, The Last Dance. Yeah. Right? The, the docu-series. Have you seen it yet? I, I, I saw the first few episodes. The first episode, actually. I'm sorry. And I've been meaning to watch the rest, but there's just so much, so many other things that um, that I'm into. And also, it's because I like to binge watch. Mm-hmm. And they're staggering out um the series so if i if I if they leave it on a cliffhanger i'm not gonna be able to take that <laughs> so i'm gonna wait till everything comes out because I, after i saw the first one i'm like ooh shit this is gonna be fucking this is good yeah And being a basketball fan like you're like it's good but i'll tell you what so here's the thing about michael jordan like we know he's a fucking beast we know he is an absolute like just incredible phenomenal competitor athlete uh the goats, right? Everyone says he is. I've watched them torture, torture um, the Knicks. It was just brutal watching that um, that Chicago Bulls team. They were just so fucking. I I never rooted so hard against another team in my life. I absolutely hated the Bulls.
1: That was a crazy run for the Knicks during the nineties. Um, but, the Bulls.
0: but, and it's not like I hated Michael Jordan. I just. Hated playing. I hated when he played us because he would murder us. You know, um, respect the shit out of his game and 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 everything else. You know, um, and now after the fact, I really get to um, enjoy looking at his game. You know, I, when I was a kid, I couldn't. I hated everything about it. That team because they would just torture us, torture us. They would come to the garden and just, you know, like damn, why he he went like he just put on another level that you didn't think he had. He had like mm-hmm. another gear. He waited. Every time he played in the garden, he put on another fucking gear, and it's like, "Yo, dude, what are you doing, man?" Like he was excited to play at the garden. Man, because he wanted of to the fuck us up, man. He wanted, he to, wanted to, fuck to fuck us up. Fuck
1: up. Yeah.
0: yeah, man. So it was, it was, it was tough, and that just goes to show you, man, just how incredible he is. That's Him and incredible. Reggie Miller. Every time they played the Knicks, man, they had to go and, and turn into like this superhuman basketball player.
1: There's something to prove, you know. Yeah. Because they were so rough on 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 them, like
0: physically. Yeah, the Knicks. And that just speaks to his greatness because there's no other basketball player that I've watched that made me go, Oh shit. We're playing them. And I'm just a fan. Imagine what the players are feeling when they're looking across the court. And it wasn't like these like like this day and age where people are dapping each other before the game. Mm -hmm. Hey, good game, buddy. Hey, you know After
1: the game or before the game?
0: Before the game. Before the game. Right? They're they're not like friendly friendly they're yeah. like really regret. they want to let He's you know I'm here to steal your heart I'm right. here to take souls you know there's a big I remember playing like versus like if I play basketball now it's a lot friendlier I'll tell you what when I go play streetball it's a lot friendlier
1: well the streetball I mean tourn- is not a tournament it's not competitive right
0: no just anywhere just yep. generally speaking but when I back in the day when I used to play there was a fight all the time I would get into mm-hmm. fights like all the time
1: streetball yeah.
0: yeah all the time yeah, all the time and then it, it, it You know, it's like, one, an Asian person playing basketball, lighting other people up. They're not going to be able to, for some reason, it really fucks their ego up. Like, I I cross a dude over, hit a jump on him, then that turns into a fight. I go in, if I dunk it or I clap, whatever, that'll turn into a fight. It was just crazy. They couldn't take it. If I steal it cleanly, block it cleanly, foul. I got into so many fights. Yeah. So many fights. Um, but now, it's it's not like that no more. You know, I block someone, steal it. You know, it's not like, yo, what the fuck? And, you know, right away, turns into a fight. Or if I cross someone over, yeah. they're just like, oh, yo, switch, switch. Yeah. Like, they don't want to guard me no more. It'll be someone else. Yeah. So, it's a different, different time. So, I can, you know, I don't know what it is. It's not only in the NBA. I think it's in street ball too, where yeah. it's not as... Rough and tough as it was back then. Back yeah. then it was constant chattering, constant. Yeah. You know, it was it was insane. You know, people fighting, getting shot over games. Like, yo, know, during the NBA finals, I think I told you the story, right? The Rockets against the Knicks. Yeah. Um, and I lived across the street from basketball court. You could see it from my window, and uh, we just heard, bah, pa pa pa, and then people running, and then we. Me and my brother, we look out the window, and we see like two, three bodies on the floor bleeding out, and in
1: the uh, in the on the basketball
0: court, mm-hmm. oh, and then just like just girls screaming, screaming. So yeah, it would get that serious back then, man. People, yeah. it was it was crazy. It's a crazy time. But anyway, uh, with Jordan, man, that com- the competitiveness and that level of skill, I just imagine if he was, what it would be like if he played in the modern era. Shit. I'll tell you what. A lot of a lot of these young folks. I was talking to uh, some of these younger folks, and they're saying, "Nah, he wouldn't thrive." Look, he was playing against guys like Stockton, Larry Bird. Look at these guys, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" The guy. You know what? Let me let me play defense on you like the way they did back in the day. Let me just adjust. It. Let me do hand checks. Let me let me get a little rough not, and tough with you. Not know? even
1: hand checks; they actually do punches, and then they were never. Yeah, called. let me let
0: me do some of this like jail ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that's hard. It's hard to play because like it takes your mind out the game if you're not physically strong. Because you're mm-hmm. going, if I jump, this dude's gonna fucking hit me in the chest. Yeah, he's gonna fucking hit my leg. Like it's it's gonna hurt, man. Yeah. And you know, like, and the screens that they set too is way more aggressive. You know, it's not like they're letting you know like, hey, you know what's up, man. Like. It, we could fight any given moment. We're yeah. playing basketball, but yeah. if you wanna, you wanna start fighting, it's all good. Yeah, you know, and and having that energy while you're playing basketball is really disruptive to your game. It's hard for you to concentrate because yeah, you get, it takes you out of the flow, right? Takes you out the flow because right? so. a lot of people don't want to fight. Yeah, a lot of people, most people don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, it was like you have to. It's like if you're going towards
1: the basket, you want to score on me, it's going to be, it's
0: going to, you have to make it count. Like that's pretty much, yeah. pretty much nothing soft. You're you're going to have to earn everything. Yeah, You know,
1: I heard that uh, Jordan, he had to like, he definitely had to change his body and work out twice as hard to get that mass, Mm -hmm. to be able to take the hits. Mm -hmm. You know, this, that, that was his type of thinking Mm -hmm. to, to be able to kind of like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get hit but I'm going to I'm going to make it you know worthwhile for you.
0: I would love to see a modern day Jordan in this NBA. I want to yeah. see what that looks like. Kobe was close. Oh yeah, he yeah. was the closest thing we had, but yeah. I want like actual Michael Jordan just in this modern day just to see what it's like. Yeah. I want to see what it's like, man, because LeBron is an absolute beast, you know, in his prime too. So I would love to see Like something like that, like a LeBron type player in the future versus a MJ type player, both in their primes. That would be. Just imagine that type of basketball.
1: The Jordan era was special, man. I don't think we're gonna ever have Jordan, like a Jordan type player.
0: I don't know. I think I. You know what? I actually think the documentary will breed new. Inspiration. because there's so much information out there on Michael Jordan online now, and these people growing up, they're going to start studying film from Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, all the greats, and they're going to try to emulate them in one way or another, and one of them's going to be able to have the right formula, the right body, the right mental game, the right discipline, the right killer instinct, the right uh, parents. Mm -hmm. environment to grow up in a in a system where they'll be able to kind of have the power of all of these greats within them Mm -hmm. and they're going to evolve the game that's definitely going to happen like i am absolutely sure that will happen and i can't wait for to see that player come come to life it's going to be crazy he's going to make he's going to make two points cool again (laughs) you know everybody's shooting threes now um, but he's going i'm telling you, he's going to make the mid-range game real cool again and he's going to have a 3-point arsenal and he's going to have crazy bounce you know so it's 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 a good time he's going to and that killer instinct will be very interesting to see in this modern era uh speaking of killers the killer killers. asian hornet Oh sh- yeah. Invading America. That's been everywhere. Ooh. That's been
1: everywhere. It's been on the news. It's sort of like another pandemic. They're yeah, they're, bro, they're they, probably they, gonna stop it before it, it spreads.
0: That's how they First think. of all, these murderous yeah. hornets, right? They call them the murder hornets. Yeah. Asian hornets. They look scary as fuck. Like <laughs> like they're two inches long. Bro, you know? they they like look the size of your pinky. They look scary as fuck. Yeah. Like when you look at them, like the way the way Mother Nature has evolved them, it's like yo, these are killer machines, man. Like yeah. the way they are shaped and they could sting you multiple times, you know. Whereas bees, they sting you once and, they and die. That's a wrap. Yeah, but these guys can sting you and keep stinging you, right? And the way they are built, they're huge. When they fly, they make sounds. Like is, is they're not quiet. Like you can hear them coming towards you. Yeah, that's how that's how crazy it is, right? But here's the thing. Here's where the whole sensationalism, clickbait stuff comes in. Like, they're not trying to kill people. They're not. They don't see people and go, mm, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna get you." Like, that's not. not like, they're not like stupid aggressive. They're aggressive, but they're not just gonna kill for the for the sake of it. Yeah. Like, look, they're gonna go. Their whole, I guess, programming is to to go after bees, mm-hmm. uh, specifically. Uh, the, the honeybees, right? Yeah,
1: do you think that uh, humans are actually traffic like trafficking, like nah, exotic nah, animals, nah, nah, exotic nah, 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 you know, nah, nah, pets, nah. stuff like that?
0: No, nah, man, yeah, you're, you're gonna traffic fucking killer killer hornets like that, traffic
1: tigers, you traffic like a bunch of exotic animals. It's possible, I I think it's possible. I don't think
0: they're gonna, nah, there's what's uh, who's gonna want that? Like, I, I don't know, that's that's a whole nother realm. I, I, I nah, it's out there, I, I think, it's out there, but I think. Well, what's that? What's there's a conspiracy around this too? No, 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 no! Not
1: conspiracy. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that suggestion. Are you putting it out there? I'm, uh, guys.
0: Are you are you being suggestive? I am the
1: most anti
0: <laughs> bullshit. You <laughs> just try to suggest something. I'm you, just you're being like, suggestive. I'm Wait, so thinking, what's out I'm there? I'm just thinking. I'm
1: just thinking it might happen. You said right? it's out there. Well, I'm thinking like you know, there's exotic animal traders right out there. So would it be possible? Would it be possible that these traders are trafficking? I mean, they traffic honeybees and and stuff like that um across across countries, I think, um
0: because yeah, so. you could monetize that, mm-hmm. yep. you can make money yep. You're building beehives well, and I there's and there's people that would buy that. Why would people? What, these motherfuckers do not make honey. Like, like, what is the point of bringing a murder hornet here?
1: Maybe murder bees. You know, that's the agenda. Looking at this, <laughs> no, they're like man. using them as assassins. No, no, I think,
0: anyway. Now, this is the scary part. If it actually happened where these murder hornets are able to thrive in America, we would be fucked. Like our bee population would be completely destroyed. And and the reason for that is because the European honeybees, which are here, uh, haven't evolved a defense mechanism. So when a scout... So what happens is when, with these uh, murder hornets... The scouts find them. It's not like everybody goes and, and you know they. See, the scout finds uh, the nest, the nest or the uh, the hive, the beehive, mm-hmm. and then they they go in there, they do their research, and then they go back, they tell their team, and then the whole crew comes by, completely annihilates everyone, steals the honeybees larvae, rolls it up into like these you know rolls them up to like meatballs, and everyone eats it, brings it back to feed their their hive. And that's what happens. And they completely destroy the shadow. There are some bees that, uh,
1: when a scout, like a, a hornet, uh, comes and scouts uh, a hive, they swarm all over the body of the hornet and starts wiggling around, increasing the, they pump, all, the temperature. They all
0: flap, their, they all send signals to each other. So, what happens yeah. is when the scout enters these bees, and just. The European, I don't know what type of bee so is the that? European hunt I think that's Japanese or the Asian bees. Okay, honey bees. So uh, they
1: developed a, a natural. They mechanism. evolved yeah.
0: a defense mechanism because yeah. they know that, um, they can withstand a certain temperature, mm-hmm. one degree, um, higher than what the I think it was murder higher. hornet, one or two degrees higher than the murder hornet can actually take. So, what they do is, as soon as a scout comes in. They'll be like, oh, this look at this motherfucker right here. Then he's like... <laughs> well, we can't let the scout go. We you can't know, let, fly him, away. let this motherfucker go. So they all start talking to each other, yep. right? In in the way they communicate, and, and I think it's the way they move, and and then they start flapping wings, and then they all of a sudden like they just jump on like and you, they all know like now, yeah, and, and they, they all they, jump in him.
1: unison. They swarm over him.
0: Yup, and then they start flapping their wings, and like you said, they're vibrating or shaking, right? And in, in this big cluster, and they're just raising the temperature, and and because of that, that's how they kill the scout. I mean, some of them are going to go down, yeah. But they that one scout cannot kill all of them, yeah, yeah. so they just heat that motherfucker up, cook them, cook them alive, and they just leave that body <laughs> yeah. on a side. Yeah, and that's how. But the European honeybees, they don't they don't have to deal with that predator, so they never evolved a defense mechanism for them. Mm. So if they come here, and this is why it'll completely destroy them.
1: Yeah, that's scary, man it's and, really scary and we need bees in in, in society to help pop pollinate. Know, pollinate
0: when i see it on tv or youtube i'm just like holy shit yeah. man holy shit like first of all i was like how the fuck did you get inside there like with the cameras and everything and yeah. take that footage like that that tripped me out man like how the fuck did they do that
1: they have to have those like little wires like those wire yeah cameras. but
0: what i'm saying is like someone has to like go there yeah. and actually do it and you know like the murder hornets, their stinger mm-hmm. penetrates the fucking beekeeper suit the suit yeah so unless you motherfuckers wearing like aluminum or fucking iron man type suit like how the fuck do they i don't want to this like can you imagine how bad it hurts to be stung by a murder hornet
1: didn't didn't someone um do an experiment like that where There's, they were He got they stung themselves so this guy on hornet.
0: youtube what's his name um I think his YouTube channel is called Brave the Wild or something. Braverness, I don't know, man. This guy is super like popular on YouTube, and he has great videos out. Just like it's entertaining because number one, he checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. He's entertaining because he's showing you shit like that you would not do, and but you would be curious about. Where like what it feels like to get stung, and he yeah. he gets stung. His name is something Wiley Coyote Coyote Peterson okay okay just peterson yeah so me and my kids watch him sometimes but they're not scared of- he's family friendly oh, okay no, no the, the, but then like i think it's good because my kids understand like now you know like don't 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 mess away. around with insects yeah. like don't try to slap them or yeah. you no know, but then at the same time don't fear them like you i want them to understand this so uh he he actually uh catches some of these insects and he gets stung by them he lets them go but he gets stung, and you watch him go through it. You're like, "Holy shit!" And for some reason, it's it's extremely captivating. And then he goes and tells you more about it throughout the show, not just about the sting, but about the insects themselves. And you 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 get a little nugget here and there. You learn. I mean, the guy he's great. Mm-hmm. He's like the modern day Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah, you know he he really is. I mean, he's fucking crazy. He's crazy, but but, but everything like you know he he is uh He's sane, like he's sane, but he's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like uh, when he speaks and, and he's, a, he's just really great on, on the, what he does. When You could see his passion for animals, mm-hmm. insects, and, mm-hmm. and he's really into it, right? Um, and I, I would imagine that is extremely difficult to fake. And then he goes and gets stung by them or bit or whatever. This, he's fucking nuts. So like, he
1: got a live killer hornet
0: the murder, the murder horn, yeah, yeah. I think stings him. on his show, um he says like I think it was like top three, maybe the the second, yes, he said it was the second i mean I watched this like a little while back, um the second strongest thing in the insect kingdom, and yeah. what it does, like his arm was all swelled up, he said he was i think it was like for two days he was in massive pain, oh, massive pain, I think one of them was even causing him to vomit oh the uh the the toughest one is the executioner wasp okay i remember because i was like man that's a beautiful looking wasp like it's executioner it's like greenish blue it's fucking beautiful it looks scary as fuck Mm -hmm. right if i saw it like flying around me i'd be like yo
1: it's not as big as the hornet
0: i don't think so i don't think it's like two inches but but he said the executioner wasp has the worst thing oh wow hands down yeah check out his channel man it's uh it's there's no it, other channel like it's it. It's hard.
1: It's hard for me to watch something like that because I'm like, I'm really, I'm so, I'm so afraid of needles. To even see like, so like a, like an insect, you know, kind of penetrating my skin, I'll, I'll be like freaked out. I think that's um, what
0: makes it in- interesting, right? Because you're not the one. <laughs> you're not the one. I'm, being... I want to be squeamish. All right. So what are you working on? I'm keeping busy, but uh, one of the
1: recommendations uh, that I have uh, for this week, I mean like I said it's Asian American Heritage Month and uh PBS is hosting like uh, a a 5 hour docu series I think it's interesting to explore like all the the things achievements that Asian Americans have done over the past 150 years so um I think people should check it out you know I think our audience uh you know to all the Asian Americans out there I think they'll find it pretty interesting how about yourself
0: actually this one kind of came unexpectedly so You know, I'm walking in and I see my wife watching Michelle Obama's new documentary on Netflix. So I kind of came in towards the middle of it. And, you know, I was like, you know what? Um, You know, I wasn't going to ask her to change anything. I was just going to go ahead and uh, continue doing some reading on the side while she has it on, while that's in the background. But, yo, it's good. If you haven't watched it, uh, I, I think you can gain a lot of value from it especially if you are a woman especially if you are of color because of what Michelle Obama represents she's someone that just came from very humble beginnings and she had to work for everything that she has nothing was given even her relation what i found striking was even her relationship with barack obama she had to work on it Meaning Barack was, she knew he was special and he was going to be someone and she didn't want to be left behind. So she knew she had to level up, work on herself, become smarter, become more outspoken, you know, just fine tune herself in all of these different areas. And I did not know that about her, you know, just watching, just watching how she thinks and her breaking it down and 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 how she climb and claw her way to where she is and and how she's still fighting a lot of criticism mm-hmm. and backlash because you know she mentioned something when you're up here everyone's gonna try to go low and take shots mm-hmm. everyone's gonna you know and you can't go to their level you have to stay up here because when you're at this level Everything you say and do will be dissected, but it impacts people that oh, words don't hurt words. Don't don't worry about words. When you're at that level, let me tell you, Michelle Obama's absolutely right. It does. She knows that everything they do and say carries weight. Mm-hmm. Tremendous amount. Like she said, it can start wars. Mm-hmm. It can move markets. Yep. And so that her and Barack wanted to use their platform and be mindful of that. Mm hmm. And one thing that I did catch while watching it is that it wasn't so in your face, but I didn't notice how polite Barack and Michelle are. Mm. They're so fucking polite. I mean, people that are that powerful. I mean, I've watched documentaries before and people in positions of power, people that were uh, very knowledgeable about a certain topic. They were not nearly as polite as Barack and Michelle. Yeah. I mean just at the level that they're at and they they can still and I think that's what makes them so charming and charismatic is that they still have their ear to the ground they still they you know they didn't forget where they came from they know how to talk to the people that's that's come up they mm-hmm. didn't get all bougie yeah you know but at the same time they know how to talk to the important people up here mm-hmm. that you know fought their way and and that are successful they, they, they can reach so many different types of people and I think that's really special.
1: And that's actually powerful that you can speak Extremely. To, you speak to the, the kings and queens while you can, you know, also speak with, you know, people who are the hard you know, the blue collar workers. I think that's very, yeah. very powerful.
0: It's like, it's like being able to speak multiple languages. Mm. You know, yeah. they speak English but they can speak multiple languages. Yeah, you yeah. know, they can speak and touch so many different type of people. And Michelle using her platform uh, to want to mentor and give back to people. I think that was just beautiful, and that's her purpose right now. Yeah, uh, I love that. I love that. So for the people that you know want to watch something uplifting, powerful, um, empowering, and and, and kind of looking at someone who is success, successful that's that's made it, that had to struggle, that didn't have like this huge thing handed to them, mm-hmm. uh, watch it. You know, I I think it's good to study the great ones.
1: Actually, me me and Gabby we we watched it together. Oh, I, you guys did? Yeah, um, we I actually waited like I saw it on Netflix and I, I I said I wanted to watch it, but then I said like Gabby wants to watch it, God I want to watch it too. So I just mm-hmm. waited uh, one night and we were having dinner, we turned it on and I tell you like I was bawling like uh some some parts just was so inspirational like mm. and I'm thinking about you know what's happening in the country right now. And this is the type of voice that we need to kind of move us forward instead of taking twenty steps back. Yeah. And I feel like this is what we need and, and I found it very inspirational. And her come up was hard. It wasn't easy for her, like you said, and it's sort of like she had to fight her way to the table, you know. And to, but when she got to the table, it wasn't like, Okay, I'm all that. This is mine.
0: Right. It was and I wanna it- I, I like that she didn't hide from who she was. She wasn't trying to be anyone else but her. Mm. And she knew she was very aware of herself. Mm. She knew she was a black woman mm. and that people were going to try to use that against her and say that she was an angry, she's an angry black woman. And they're going to try to these play these uh, political games. And um, like she said, she just went high every single time. And, and she said, it's not easy. Mm. It's yep. not easy. And I can imagine, I mean, like, look at us. We have a podcast, Sometimes, you know, people talk shit. But, you know, of course it's much easier when we're at, at, at this level of, of speaking versus when all of America's looking at you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a big difference. So I can't even imagine everyone has that opinion. Everyone, man. And you have groups dedicated to hating you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't even imagine um the strength that it takes and the intelligence, the emotional intelligence forget about the the iq that that she has i mean harvard uh ivy league you know uh, but just the emotional intelligence is, is very high it mm-hmm. is very high and just watch it there's so many nuggets to take away from it there's so much value in that uh documentary so if i would that's if i was to recommend anything it, it'd certainly be that yeah it's a great recommendation
1: i i second that recommendation yeah
0: That's it. I guess that's it for this episode. And we'll catch you guys next week. Till then, thank you for listening. And lucky boys, out. (laughs) Check you later.